Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Grounded Sounds. My name is Abel, and I'm joined to my right-hand side by the incomparable Evan Jarvik Schmarvik, sitting in for the lovely Jen, who is in Galveston at the moment. That's correct. I'm filling in. Everybody. Welcome back to the stage, Jarvik Schmarvik. Hi, it's good to be back. It's good to have you back. Yeah. Been a few weeks now. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's kind of cool. It is cool. So what have you been up to, man? Oh, you know. Going to shows, doing shows. Going to shows, it's partying. Kind of the deal. Dude, Jarvis, I got to um, tell you. I yeah. have got to tell you. Your your listens on your Bandcamp page must yeah. have skyrocketed this week. It's possible. Because I have listened to your uh, Landlocked State oh. and um, the Looper Sessions okay. no less than six times, probably. Wow. Yeah. I've, it's I've pretty played good it. for... I you played know, it several times. I played it DIY four people. production. Yeah. It is. I uh, <laughs> who was it? I played it for the other day. Um, someone I was like, listen to this, and tell me who you think it is. <laughs> and it was the uh, landlocked state. And I'm trying. I'm trying to think who they said they thought. Nobody it was. would know. Um, oh, oh, I meant to tell you, most deaf. What? Yep, that's I a great like, comparison, <laughs> right? I, I most deaf. I think it was Carrie, and I knows my all wife. about Oklahoma. You know exactly. Well, she listened to like the first <laughs> yeah, couple yeah. Of verses or so. Sure. But I was like, I want you to listen to this and tell me who you think it is. And she said, "Most deaf?" Question mark. And I was like, I am so going to tell Evan that yeah, next time I see cool. him, and he'll be completely flattered. I'm very flattered. Most deaf yeah. is wonderful. He is absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, great great tracks. Check, check it out, guys. I mean, yeah, yeah. really cool. I like the uh, I like the lyrics. I like the verse. I like the funky tunes on the back of Landlocked State. So. Thanks. Yeah. Kudos to you, my friend. Yeah. There's even some ukulele in there if you There's listen a little for uke. it. Yeah. Ukulele and a rap tune. What do you I know? I like it. I mean, anything's possible, right? It's true. Anything else to report before we introduce our guest? Ah, there's always tons to report. Well, let's report. Um, By the way, Electra's sitting right here, so we can she can that's jump. That's right. Hi. Our guest today is Electra, <laughs> um, which was my personal pick. Um, Thank since you. Jen was out, um, we needed we a female kind of, presence. Well, I definitely that does help. Um, yeah, I just I was like, who can I get on here? That like it was just an opportunity for me to like pick whoever I wanted. Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in and guest host and kind of pick somebody. And to me, Electra's like enough for a whole episode. A lot of times we do two guests per episode, and it's like one artist and then one person who like supports artists. Mm-hmm. And she is very much both. So and I'm also like too long didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a there's a very long resume there that. Uh, is not always very visible. I mean, she's definitely kind of an underground presence, and man, I I always love that sort of you know can do spirit. Sure, um, <laughs> which there's plenty of here. Let's talk about some tunes. What are you listening to this week? And sure, then we'll kind of get into um, uh, the guests. Well, yeah, easy to get distracted on that. Um, I uh, well, I went to that Cavern Company release a yeah. couple weeks back, and they had a Tulsa band in called Roots of Thought, who uh, I believe is playing West Fest this year. Um, they, August 19th, out yeah. in front of the Spice Shop. Come on down. Yeah, that's right. It's like right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, they've got a new EP out that they put out uh, earlier this year. I picked it up at the show. And I've been listening to that. It's um, called Roots? Roots of Thought is the band. Okay. Uh, their new EP is called 
Familiar Feelings, I believe, okay. something like that. It's like a quick five tracks, but if if you're into kind of like some modern pop indie rock stuff, I mean, it's definitely Was on the pulse of that. It's, along the same vein as Cavern Company? Not too far off at okay. all, yeah. it's Now, Cavern Company, you were here for them, right? I wasn't here, but I did listen they to it. They were the it. Sade guys? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those guys. Yeah, I went to their show and... Like you know, where was we've the kind of gone in? back and forth. Uh, it was at uh, the venue, okay. which is in the Plaza District, yep, yep, yep. and they're kind of still trying to make that thing mm-hmm. uh, meet its potential. I think um, I haven't been. Yeah, it's kind of the the shows there are kind of sporadic. There's a lot of hip hop shows there, okay, um, and then like there's the occasional rock show, like the Cavern Company release. Uh, Kali Ra played there the night before mm-hmm. with Lunar okay. Laugh and. Hoi Poloi, uh, which is not from here. Um, there was, uh, I mean, there's been a few. Uh, Jose Hernandez had his release there. Yeah. That's what um, I remember it from. Okay. With Dirty Little Bettys, which was a great show. Both Probably the best show. Former guests on the podcast. That's right. That's right. Jose Hernandez was here on election night. <laughs> I'll never forget. We were sitting over there. Yeah. It was back when we used to have a couch in the studio. And uh, Jose Hernandez, we, we had the polls going up on the TV over there. And he was like, man. I brought scotch that night just yeah. in case. Good. And he was like, man, these polls keep going this way. I'm going to be playing this release show from the other side of a wall. Yeah. And I guess he's still here, so that's good. No, he's yeah. definitely still here. Good. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, the venue's pretty cool. It's a great space, and it's really the only concert venue space so, at all in the plaza. I mean, I was sure that thing. it's in the plaza, but, like, where exactly? Um, you know where the parish is? It's like the church. No. You know where the coffee house is, yes. district house? Yes, yes, yes. Right next to it, okay. left mm-hmm. of that, is the parish, and the parish doubles as the venue. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's the same people. The people who run the coffee shop, run the church, run the venue. Okay. Um, and they've got a guy who's involved in that venue now who I think uh, knows what he's doing, um, which is pretty cool. They they could stand to maybe beef up their sound equipment a little bit. Okay. Like it totally works for their... Uh, I know a lady that runs sound. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> to your immediate right. Yeah, that's right. One, right. Of, <laughs> one of many things. Um, uh-huh. But anyway, uh, the uh, guys from Special Thumbs... Okay. who I'm told are going to be a guest soon. Really? Um, yeah, I think next month, I Sweet. think. Um, but they were there just to support because they're great like that. And we were all kind of like, yeah, there's not a whole lot of low end. So, but anyway, I mean, just room for improvement. Other than that, because there was there was a couple of sound things just because there was so much sound pumping through all those speakers. Um but it's a great space. Like it's, there's a lot of potential with it, and I, I see where it could become a really, really cool thing for the plaza. Cool. I mean, if, if you put a if you put a decent venue and start playing some decent shows in the middle of that kind of scene over there, that's going to be yeah, that's going to be killer. It's a perfect place because it it's you've got you know you've got Empire Slice House and yeah. Easy E. I mean, I, I remember when I was in Denver, we go to the Bluebird. And across the street was like a grab-and-go taco place. And right up the street was the Electric Cowboy, which is a grab-and-go pizza place. And yeah. it makes all the difference if you can get out of a show and go grab something to eat. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, have, I a, mean, have a nice place to hang Yeah, right afterwards. I used to help run an open mic there at the uh-huh. coffee shop. Yeah. And whenever it would be done, a lot of times people would go over there. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it just makes a lot of sense. And it's one of the only businesses down there that stays open. It's that and it's Saints Pub. 
uh, we'll get some traffic too. That stays open like after show. Oh, oh, Empire. yeah, like, Empire. Yeah, Empire. Oh, and have you been to Easy E? I haven't yet. Easy E is Empire, but you can actually get it's like the a slice. Version. Yeah, you just walk in, yeah. and walk up to the counter, and get a slice. And I really gotta. Um, we gotta go off on a little side note here. Uh, it should be noted. I feel like it needs to be noted on the music based podcast that uh, both. Uh, Garth Brooks and Paul McCartney have played in Oklahoma City in the last uh, 72 hours. They played 72 hours apart from each other. Right. And Rachel Cope, big sister of Chelsea Cope, who has been on this very podcast, dear, dear friend of the podcast and personal friend. Rachel's also a darling friend of mine, uh, owns Empire Slice House and Easy E. And Rachel Cope is the world's largest Garth Brooks fan, which is saying a lot because <laughs> yeah. he's got some pretty big fans. And uh, I went to the first show uh, on Friday and I was like, man, I bet Rachel's here. I, I just hope that she's here and she's happy and this has got to be great for her. Well, we, we walked out of the show because, you know, he played back to back. He played the 7 right. o'clock show yeah. and then what was supposed to be the 10.30 show, which ended up being the 12.30 show, That's which wasn't out until 3 a.m. Yeah. 3 a.m. is well past many city ordinances in this town. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that that went off. So anyway, we get out of the first show, and we just start walking north in the hopes of finding an Uber or Lyft or whatever. And uh, we end up stopping into uh, the bar at um, the Skirvin. Okay. And the Red Piano Lounge at Skirvin. And who should walk in but Rachel and Chelsea Cope. So I did get to see them. Uh, Rachel had been to five other shows on the tour. And uh, we got to see them after the show, and she had an absolute blast. They had made a Colin Baton Rouge Garth Brooks pizza. And it should also be noted that the next day she puts up a picture, an order for like 25 pizzas, and the name on the ticket is Chesapeake Arena Garth Brooks. So Empire Slice House fed Garth Brooks and crew. Two days later, another post goes up, 36 pizzas, Empire Slice House, Chesapeake Arena, Paul McCartney. Wow. Yeah. So Rachel and the Empire are feeding the big names yeah. that come through town. It's impressive. Their pizza is delicious. Their pizza is delicious. Is. I want to have Rachel on the pocket. Where I will get her. We should I get her. You should have absolutely should. And, really. Yeah, and if she comes, she better bring some pie. Well, she also owns Goro Ramen okay, and yeah. uh, Revolution uh, Tacos. And I don't know if that's it. But yeah, she's, you know. She's got to bring some food if she comes. You up. should uh, you should book her whenever they're having the anniversary show. Which what anniversary show? Uh, Empire. Every time they have their anniversary, they bring out like these artists. Really? Yeah, they like. Clear Other than out Chelsea. Whole... Well, I mean, like, like legit. Like, I think. Um, geez, who did they have? They've had. It's weird because it's it's more like DJ kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but. Uh, I, I cannot when think is of there, it, when but is there's there like around? legit like names where you're like, I can't believe this like person's Brooks just and in Paul town. McCartney? <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting, yeah, right? If if Paul McCartney or Garth Brooks wants to come on the podcast, then yeah, by all sure. means, it's far be it from me. I'll cancel whatever I've got going. Yeah, we'll we'll have it catered. <laughs> Sweet catered event. Let's switch gears, kick it over to Miss Electra, sure, and hey. talk <laughs> about where do we start. Okay. Well, there, there's a lot of lot of places to go here. Um, I'm going to let start you with, start. Sure. I'll start with how I met Electra. Okay, I'm going to go get a beer. Which was... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it was actually twice no, go because, um, unbeknownst to me, um, 
back whenever the Paramount was around, the Paramount Cafe and all that, which was essentially where I got started musically. They had an open mic there, and I played the cafe a couple times. I know those people really well. Um, but I would go to shows there, too. And um, So, like, technically the first time I saw Electra was whenever she was in the Uncanny Violet Unicorn. And it was possibly my last show. At it was before. towards the end because um, uh, I know I picked up a, a CD and a card, and I was like, I, was I pregnant then, or was you, it yeah, right you after? Were, you were definitely pregnant. Okay, because <laughs> that was a very hard show. Odysseus, yeah. my son, uh, would kick in 3-4 when I was playing in 4-4 four, four, <laughs> and love to yeah. do high kicks and low kicks into my diaphragm. And it was I, I always felt like I had the hiccups <laughs> right. on stage. Right, we're telling pregnancy story. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Did you want a beer? I'll grab you one. Um, no, thank you. Sure. Not right now. <laughs> okay, well, if you need one, they're handy. Yeah, it's true. Um, so so that was technically the first time. Um, but then, like, it left an impression on me. I mean, the Uncanny Violet Unicorn was kind of like a, a weird pop project, like keyboards and effects yeah, and all kinds of weird tried stuff. tried to do art rock. Yeah, kind of it was very art- artistic, for Matthew sure. Matthew and I Definitely. met in, uh, in middle school, so we knew each other for a long time. Matthew who? Shepherd. Okay. It would be a couple years uh, before I saw her again, uh, which was uh, Ampfest last year. Was oh, where we wow. met, like yeah. officially. Is um, it happening again? I was. Yeah, they, it is happening again. Um, I'm actually the stage manager. Are you? Yeah. I'll be keeping every one, all that. those musicians on. Well, then tell on time. us the the inside scoop. What's going on with oh. Ampfest this year? It's. Uh, I know that Felina is going to be on the lineup. Yeah, she's one of my. I, I don't good know if they've announced anything yet. They have kind of been looking. That's, that's all I know, and I've that's been, just because she told me. <laughs> is that September though? Uh, it's August twenty sixth. Yeah, I think? it's coming up pretty quick. So yeah. weekend after Westfest. Yeah, that sounds yeah, right. Yeah, I'm double checking that date. Because we'll double check. Toby is awesome. Yeah, it's it's August 26th. Okay. And last year I was just sitting at the Rock Camp for Girls yes, booth, right. handing out info and representing and talking people's ears off about right. it. So how should we organize this interview? I mean, right, Jarvis, I've I'm going to defer plan. to you on this because there's <laughs> okay. so many directions there's, we could there's go. There's so, so many directions. We're going to start well, wherever you want to start. I'm leading in with this so we can talk about the rock camp. Good. So, that, I was wondering um, how we were going to get there. <laughs> um, right. So, I mean, that's where I met her. And for those of you who don't know, AmpFest started last year and it's coming back for a second year this year. And it's the Art Music Power, I believe is what it's short for. Um, and it's... Uh, all female or female fronted bands and acts and then there's also a bunch of artist tents and things of that nature vendors um, that are kind of set up and this is an automobile alley uh, where they have this festival that's kind of a great celebration of art and women and so I went and checked out quite a bit of it um, saw a lot of my favorite bands Saw some that I hadn't seen before. Millie Mesh. <laughs> Millie Mesh. Cutthroat Queens. Yes, Cutthroat Queens. Um, M and the Mother Superiors. There's some really good stuff out there. Um, but yeah, I went to the uh, the Rock and Roll Camp for Girls. Had a tent set up. So um, I was basically just doing my introvert thing where I kind of poke around and look at, look at some pamphleture for like five minutes. 
<laughs> and then Electra being such an advocate for so many things um, was very quick to start up a conversation about uh, the rock and roll camp. And I think you ended up giving me your card um, and conversation segued to other things that we're going to talk about later. And I immediately was like, how do I not know this person? And then after that, I just kept running into you over and over again yes. until we sort of kind of became friends. So that's, that's how things go. But uh, to be topical, um, since, since it was a rock and roll camp for girls thing, I know you were involved in that heavily this year. Um, and they just wrapped, is it, it's one week, two weeks? It's, it's one full week one of full instruction. Week. So it's Monday through Friday. Okay. And then on Saturday we do a back-to-back showcase. And last year I was bass instructor. This year I floated and I got to instruct pretty much a different instrument every class or co-instruct because um, Zoe, I think, uh, I can't think of her last name. She's a ethnomusicologist professor at OU and if I had my choice I would want to hang out with her and just let her talk for a whole day like the next time I have a day off what's her what's her name Zoe Zoe, um Sheridan 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 I I honestly don't know I I have not Facebook friended her yet I have not found her (laughs) but she's fascinating and she um is is the reason that we have such an amazingly talented uh drum department teaching at rock camp um so i i did some bass um with uh mary reynolds from miss brown to you she was our main instructor on bass i did a little bit of demoing of death metal girls for the <laughs> younger girls <laughs> that was like great and just fantastic um i did uh keys uh keyboard with mckenzie and we had a a guest from ACM, Stephanie, uh, and it is just, uh, I know a lot of the women and then Allie Harder is the main guitar mm. instructor and Carter is the reason I still am playing music. Cause I yeah. bombed what I, I thought I bombed on my first open mic and she said, Hey, you guys, I like that one song. Come hang out with me. It was Sweet. me and my brother. That's great. And so you said, uh, someone when Judith was there too, right? Um, Yeah. Judith played, I think, on Tuesday for a lunch concert. Cool. Um, so Kenzie was there. And um, one of the many things I do is uh, the Unkempt Beaver. And so Kelsey Birnbaum, who founded the Unkempt Beaver. Tell at- us a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell tell you, us about an Unkempt so Beaver. It's, it's a female-run collective and it's really just me and her and then our friend David Lee is a booker promoter for Oklahoma. Uh and so we do You said me and her. Who else? Kelsey. You, Kelsey, okay. Yeah. Kelsey from it's Just us from now. Judith. No. No, that was Kenzie. Kenzie. Sorry. Yeah. There's a lot of names. There she knows everybody. I do know everyone. Uh but Kenzie taught Kelsey uh algebra. And Kelsey's the young girl with blue hair. Right? Yes, Kelsey okay. is Kelsey is the OG Beaver babe, as I like to call her, uh, and I'm I'm the. So would over- you say she's the most unkempt Beaver? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but um, she came up with the name because she came up with a lot of descriptors and adjectives and animal names because okay. we originally were catering primarily to um, folk punk. 
Okay. So crust punk, uh, train hopping, animal loving people. Hobo-ish punk. Hobo-ish okay. punk. You know, not, not seen, not your mohawk type. Okay. Uh, you know, mandolins and banjos and lots of lots of screamo yeah. in there. A little gutter punk thrown gutter in there. Gutter punk, okay, yes. That's what they at. that's what they called it when I was a kid and that's what I was <laughs> so when I was a kiddo. I feel like we might have been kids around the same age. Yes. <laughs> but uh yeah, the beaver is, the unkempt beaver is is a venue and a collective and we just kind of we book anything. And we just try to make it our point to keep on finding new bands in Oklahoma. It's all ages and BYOB, so we can have younger bands come and open. How do we find out when when, and now, I suppose, where shows are at the Unkempt Beaver? You said they're moving around now, right? Well, right now we don't have anything set on the books until August 8th. Uh, the Howl is coming and touring, um, and we are still um, trying to find. We we put everything on the back burner for Rock Camp, and yeah. so we're 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 a week behind because we dedicated all of our time. I actually worked and volunteered 110, 111 hours last week. <laughs> I didn't know there were one hundred and eleven hours. I know <laughs> I slept less than forty. Wow. So. And I was like, if if they didn't provide food from places like the Empire House <laughs> at uh, Rock Camp, I don't think I would have eaten like any any food. It would have just been protein bars yeah. that are squished in my purse. So, so the Unkempt Beaver. A, a lot of people still don't know what that is, and I always have to school them a little bit. And I'm like, well, you know where the 89th Street Collective is, right? We're just down the street. It's just down the street. We're 89th and Classen. Yeah, like, that's on the 89th Street Collective, which was the old conservatory. It's on uh, Western. It's on 89th and Western. So if you just turn into the neighborhood till you hit Classen, it's just right there on the corner. Yeah, so she lives in a triplex. Right. Which I just discovered. Is it east or west of Western? It's going to be east of Western. Okay, okay, okay. So over by um, the record shop. There's this kind of communal area, I guess, that's between the two main houses in her her triplex. I didn't even know. So that's what a triplex is? Well, there's there's an efficiency I just discovered. And I was like, I didn't know there was another entrance. I just thought that was like storage for your landlord. But no, the Unkempt Beaver is actually an empty space that would just be for storage. Um, when she first moved to that location, um, the drywall was crumbling from the ceiling. So I went ahead and gutted that and I put in new new plywood instead of drywall over the like walls. So um, because we do, we, we get in the pit. In there, it's it's small, but we. It's like the size of a garage. Yeah, it's like the size of a garage, (laughs) and the old the old unkempt beaver was an actual garage. So, we. So Jarvis, you've been to the unkempt beaver. uh, I've been a couple of times. Yeah, Um, trying to remember what for. I saw Jonathan Brown there. Uh, He's one of our favorites. He always he always was a girl's place. Isn't it like all it's girls? Run by, oh, run, run by. by. Yeah, yeah, but but no. they welcome everybody. Okay. Um, any genre, any genre. Case in point, 
Jonathan Brown. We yeah, we have one. Yeah, we have who one is not rule. crushed punk at all. He's he's, he's uh, a hip hop. He he's has a, a hip hop, formerly a teacher, hip hop poet, poet kind of thing from his Louisiana. master thesis is several different albums actually because it's spoken word hip hop and it is yeah. it, huh. he speaks the truth. Like, Interesting, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that was the first time I went to the Young Kim Beaver, and I just, you know, I was looking for a show, and nothing was grabbing me, and I was like, well, here, here's this, and I kind of looked him up, and I was like, all right, I'll go check that out. I've been wanting to check out the Beaver, and yeah, I think you had like a, a punk band from Enid, and like all kinds <laughs> of- punk bands from Enid, I don't we, know anything about we that. We do and totally different multi-genres. <laughs> Yeah, which I think is great. I mean, it's really just kind of and anything goes. That's my greatest appeal. Besides Kelsey being like one of my best friends is that we have eclectic shows and, you know, we all have a good time. So, yeah. So you've got one coming up on the 8th. And yeah. then how often do they have shows at the Beaver? Sometimes we'll have three in a week. Nice. It just depends on need. Um, and we normally always have a touring band, uh, but recently we had our first ever um, Unkempt Beaver Sausage Fest. Right, yeah. Nice. And that's because a uh, band, the Patrick Newkirk combo, uh, Patrick Newkirk and Jeff and Patrick's brother are really amazing, supportive guys. Um, when Kelsey was moving from the old Beaver place to the new Beaver place, Jeff showed up really early one morning and mowed the whole yard so she wouldn't have to pay her extra, like, part of her deposit back on her security deposit from the old place. And so we'd been kind of trying to plan a special thank you guys, and we know that they love playing in the middle of summer in an unair conditioned room. They love to put meat in their face. So we had hot links and pasta. We said <laughs> it wasn't just bring your own beer. It was bring your own pasta salad. <laughs> okay. And we had so it's like a potluck. Over yeah, we had a potluck, but with a ton, ton of wieners for your awesome. mouth. Yeah, wieners <laughs> for the face hole. Yes. At the Unkempt Beaver. So we had our first ever Beaver Sausage Fest, and we're going to try to do that every year where we just have a big... It's like a family picnic. It's thank you to all these bands that come that pay their own gas money, and you know they buy merch from the bands that they're supporting. They don't take part of the door so we can have gas for the touring bands. Nice. It is is like a huge community... I effort like and endeavor. Yeah. I and feel I, cooler because now I know about this place. Yeah, it's it's completely fueled by passion. Yes. Like, completely. And we, sausages. We love and music. Sausages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kelsey eat a lot of yeah. bratwurst and stuff. So, yeah. I saw Soul Low there a couple yes. weeks back. They were amazing. I, I actually... Like, I can't believe you guys are... I like, wish I had been able to be at that one. Right. I I had to make my debut That's right. into burlesque striptease with Bang Bang Queer Punk Variety. <laughs> nice. I, this is true. Yeah. I didn't even know we were going here. I, I wasn't side. sure either, but <laughs> it was the same night. I'm 32. I have a postpartum body, and I said, you know what? Rock Camp for Girls is coming up, and yeah. it's something I've always wanted to do yeah, yeah. as a dancer. And I'll feel empowered. And it's mostly my friends that do Bang Bang Queer Punk. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure there's probably videos of me. Probably. <laughs> Army of Me by Bjork. Because uh, okay. it, it was the post-apocalyptic prom kind of theme. And so, so this was at the... This was at the Drunken Frog. No, not the Beaver. Okay. Right. So I'm the yeah, she, dedicated... She was not able to be at the Beaver to help run yeah. that particular show I was at. My sound gear was Because she was, was there. busy performing burlesque elsewhere. <laughs> I uh, I set up all of the sound equipment yeah. for that show. Yeah, let's let's talk uh, the Queer Punk Variety Show. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and plug that since... So uh, we do relevant. a show on, what is it, the first Friday and the third Thursday, or is it the second? It's the second Friday at, at the Hilo and the third Thursday at the Drunken Fry. Um, so and, twice a month. Yeah, twice a month. Yeah. And there's occasionally like a extra one here and there. Um, most of the performers uh, for Bang Bang Queer Punk float between like the Dust Ball dolls and and but i'm the sound person and again the okay the dust bowl dolls that is a purely burlesque yeah. um is event Adele that wolf happens. involved in that crew i don't believe she is i, I really Adele wolf used to be my next door neighbor whoa truth be told i didn't know anything about that that okc even had a burlesque scene yeah you know, <laughs> my neighbor was walking in and she had on a iron maiden t-shirt and i was like hey nice shirt <laughs> and anyway we got to talking and I was like so what's your name we hadn't really met yet and she told me her real name and she was like but everybody knows me by Adele and I was like okay what do you do and she's like I'm a burlesque dancer and I was like okay well that's cool she's like no like that's all I do like full time like, at the time I didn't even know that was a strange thing I just figured okay fine but um <laughs> yeah she moved away not long after that but I is are there more than one burlesque like group or like how does it work the, I mean those are the two I know yeah and there was a interlude I don't know if they're still around um uh but there's a couple like pop ups but the bang bang you can do like hoop belly dance drag um right it's not and lip syncing you know but it's very like very overly produced and costumed and it's a production, and it's amazing to see the the performers come in in their street clothes, maybe with their makeup on, because that takes a lot of effort, yeah. and then yeah. put on you know full full outfits, full mm-hmm. costumes, and there's a lot of like, okay, you're about to tape your nipples <laughs> up so you can put your pasties on. Yeah. So that that's a fun aspect, but it's also coming from so much theater production and being in tech theater and everything. Is it, does it happen just, like regularly? Does this bang bang queer punk thing happen <clears throat> regularly at the drunken fry or high low or is yeah, it like it's a, every second Friday at the high low should be noted. Save the high low by the way. Yes. Right. They talked save about the high-low. it last They give week. me money. Give them my money. Back. And, uh, they haven't, they haven't put that upset out yet, <clears throat> but, um, last week when we recorded, that's right. They haven't put that up. Yet. And, yeah. <laughs> last week we talked about how Brahms is trying to pave paradise and throw up a Brahms, yeah, but, uh, you know, it write had, your... Uh, it had come up, like, a week ago today. Write your councilman, Ed Shadid. And, yeah. And I mean, the cool thing is that Ed Shadid's totally on the well, side of the people on this. It's is the, the Hilo and the Drunken Fry, Fry the Grease Charlie's Trap Gallery Jazz with Balthazar yeah. up there, and, you know, Charlie's she's... Charlie's and Class and Grill and the Class whole... Class and Grill, yeah. Balthazar is the godmother of my son, so... Really? I nice. really, really don't want to see such a... Like, the Grease Trap is yeah. one of the few artist galleries that... It, it, is that the place that does all the like 
velvet pieces? It's different. Uh, I, I must... She'll have a call to artists based on a theme. Um, right now, James Nim is doing the stopgap for the Othello's comedy open mic up right, there. Right. Um, so, like, it is it is a community space. It's a very small space. Uh, it's smaller than Beaver. And there's I actually haven't been there yet. Grease Trap? Grease Trap. Maddie yeah. Zub does uh, dark pop, uh, you know, like paint classes and they're amazing I have not made it out and I'm always jealous of like the Beetlejuice and the Goblin King yeah. and all of the cool, cool stuff very cool where were we we were talking about burlesque and bang um, bang 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 let's bring it back to the let's bring it back to the <laughs> I keep wanting to say the shaggy beaver but that's not it it's the unkempt, <laughs> the unkempt beaver. beaver let's bring it back to the beaver um yeah does the uh so I've seen a couple shows coming up, like at the root, where it seems like maybe the Unkempt Beaver is involved. Is that? Um, yeah, we kind just of thing? we had booked in a band, and um, they couldn't make it. They had a show up in Lawrence, Kansas. So we had a we were just going to keep the show on with just our locals supporting because we had three locals, and then through the grapevine of Facebook uh, I saw JJ Wood was posting can anyone help me on this specific date with this band the Steady 45s their band broke van broke down they missed the last leg of their tour they're out of LA um, they're ska and they were amazing and I was actually supposed to have that night off but I didn't want to put my 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 understudy sound person through having to mic a seven piece ska band. Yeah, right. Wow. So I in a garage. No, this was at the root. Oh the root. Um yeah. and I've I have my open mic every Monday at the root. That's right. Um and I I love that because Mondays are my hashtag mad mommy Mondays. <laughs> I really need an outlet, you know, and that's music. And ha- like I feel like, you know, yogis hold space, and and a lot of people hold space. Open mics are like my way of holding space because you have veterans come in, hopefully, and perform and just you know practice and have a good time. But then you have people that have literally never been on stage before get up there. And they're so nervous, and you get to give them. You get to rock camp them. You get to high five them. Offer constructive criticism if you think they can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, open mics are my big way of like holding space for musicians, and I Very like cool. it. So, and this is at the root. Yes, every and Monday. Every Monday, and this is something that you host. How long have you been doing this at the root? Oh, is this week eight or nine? Uh, Something like that. It's not. It's it's still in its infancy. So we have. And the route is thirtieth. Thirtieth and, and Walker, right? Yeah, thirtieth yeah, Walker, right there by the Paseo, yep, just south of the cock. It's non-smoking. The, rooster, not the cock of the walk, the red rooster. Um, yeah, the red rooster, south of the red rooster. The way that I have my open mic set up is that you can literally do anything as long as you are respectful on Good. stage. So if. You have songs, you can play your songs. If you have comedy, then tell your jokes. Open mic, uh, poetry. Uh, I'm trying to get some of my friends that do drag performance to come up. Um, There's there's really not many mics like that. A lot of them tend to be music only. Or comedy only. Or comedy only, yeah. And 
the f- and there's like the one poetry red dirt on Wednesdays. Yes. And I know they welcome music, but it's largely poetry. They're at Sauced on Wednesdays. Um, there's so, one at Red Rooster on Wednesday too, right? An open mic? There's something going on over there. Maybe. The, uh, Dirty Little Betty's do a residency. I, yeah, they do a yes. residency on Thursdays. No, there's one on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe. It, I don't it, know if it's open. It's, I know it's that very they go possible. over there and play. Um, I haven't... Uh, I haven't tapped into that. There's, I haven't actually been to the Red Rooster even. So, like, really? At all? I yeah. just I popped in because Buffalo Rogers was um, filling in for the for the Dirty Betty's the um, other night. On Wednesday? Uh, I think it was Thursday. Uh-huh. I think I saw something about that, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I popped in and I I I was expecting to see you know a Buffalo Rogers show, and I known him for a very long time and he immediately said oh Electra I don't know how many times he pulls me on stage because he wants to take a bathroom break yeah but um and he's one of the few people that I actually work with in the music scene that knows you know where I live (laughs) that's a very selective amount of people but um Buffalo, I walked in and he was playing songs he let me request my favorite uh Cesar the Crow I know that he's got his album coming out very soon. Yeah. And I, I am like really hoping that I can just get a free one. Odysseus's favorite yeah. band or musician is Buffalo. That's great. And so we've got live on film row. Anytime my kid is throwing a fit, I pop on <laughs> Buffalo Rogers live on film oh. row. <laughs> and it's it's like my cure all for grumpy toddler. Nice. But um yeah, at, I popped into the Rooster. They have music there, but uh, and they have five dollar hamburgers on Monday night. So you can pop into the Rooster, what? get yourself a burger, then come over, sign up at seven, yeah, to do my open mic at the Root. There you go. And uh, I have a feature. So the feature normally starts about ten p.m. Uh, next week I have uh, comedian Nora. I'm not going to butcher how her last name is pronounced. I have not asked her. Nora is hilarious. And then the week after I have Jarvix. That's true. On cool. the yeah, uh, the thirty first, I think the thirtieth. Uh, it's something like that. But thirty um, first sounds right. Yeah, I think it's the thirty first. Uh, and I try to make sure that the features that I have because of that whole female empowerment thing, I try to make sure that one feature is a woman a month and that one feature is a comedian. So it's not just music, music, music. I think that's great. And it's mostly just because, I mean, I, I get people using me as a good example of the, you know, non, non, binary and I'm like no I just don't adhere to traditional gender roles and I (laughs) like death metal a lot and I love to hit things with hammers both the piano and building so it's like yeah I I get that but uh, you know I I just want to make sure that we have female friendly spaces because I have been on the music scene for 16 years and there's some shows that I'm the only woman there's some shows that they always want more than your voice oh. from the audience. And I want to just make sure that I create safe spaces for everyone else. Yeah, and sometimes cool. I have I to pepper spray. I think you're absolutely doing people. that. I mean, everything is, 
everything we've talked about so far. <clears throat> I mean, we've got uh, the open mic at the root, which you know you have a lot of control in. Um, yeah, I book, I run sound. Yeah, uh, yeah. I do have a, un, uh, a intern, I guess, right now, right, Molly. Your understudy. She's running sound. I'm teaching her. I throw her through the loops. Because we have so very few sound ladies. Yes. Uh, I think Emily moved to Tulsa. And I've heard that there's a lady down uh, that runs sound at the deli. There is a lady that runs sound at the deli because she's run sound for me. I want to go meet her. Um, there's also Lauren Chaney. Um, yes. Who I believe you played a show at at uh, the Paramount. The Paramount. Warren uh, is amazing. Theater, yeah. not to be confused with the Paramount Room. Yeah, the theater. Um, yeah, she uh, she's very much a word of booking so. and music. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. she's awesome. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say like everything we've talked about so far, whether it's the the open mic or Bang Bang. Or the rock and roll camp for girls. Unkempt Beaver. Uh, Unkempt Beaver. <laughs> that one's a little more gutter punk. Yeah, than so and, and fest. I mean, that's like five things right there that you've had significant involvement in, and I would consider all of those to be safe spaces. Yeah. Or well, and Toby, space. who uh, does the Revolve Productions, like. Yeah, and that's Toby Coleman. Toby Coleman. She and, was, and her son. Formerly had a podcast on this very network. I don't know if it's still going on or not. <laughs> but. Um, it it some of some of us as women we almost weren't self aware of the competition level that other women face like just just how you treat other women to you know we need to empower them and rock camp for girls really is just as good for the volunteers in you know holding a mirror up to that kind of mean girl attitude don't be mean be supportive yeah. high five a friend you know and so toby has uh had worked uh with carter and she i she went I guess tits to the wall since we're talking about women. <laughs> um, out, hashtag, right after, hashtag tits to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right after that first uh, rock camp and the second one, that's when I really saw her say, I am going to, I know what my dream is. I know what I'm going to do and I'm going to achieve that. And she has done that. And she's mm. got Amp Fest and all this amazing stuff that red, white and was it boom? It was down at the Wheeler uh, Ferris wheel. It was way. I wasn't there for that. I, don't know it was, yeah. I would say it was um, sixty thousand times it was, bigger. Uh, than I it was, it was a July Fourth celebration oh, down really? in the Wheeler hey. District, and, I and town for the Revolve time. Productions, which Toby runs, and yeah, put they, that on. Oh, cool. I believe is what she said, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Amp Fest. I know, she, and she's got that Firefly Rooftop series. Firefly I mean, Rooftop series. It's just great to see so many, like, yeah. so many women and so many self-aware people that are men, too. Uh, yeah. Like, the Boys for Girls, uh, you know, Shut Up, Matt Jewett, Matt Jewett, and the Boys Podcast, and a bunch of really awesome people put on a fundraiser. And Yeah, that's right. Like I think Johnny Manchild was on that. Yeah, and I, yeah. I actually we donated some of the proceeds that we made uh, at the Sausage Fest to to the pot that they were earning. That's very cool. Very so, cool. 
Let's kind of switch gears for a second and talk about you as a musician. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. And a lot of the things that you're involved in. But let's. I want to hear about your music. I want to hear about where you're playing. I want to hear about what's going on with your music right now. Well, I have finally formed a new backing band after the unkim or the uncanny Violet Unicorn is no longer around. Um, we kind of fell apart after we got Trump bumped from the state fair in 2005 motherhood and mixed schedules did not really add up. So I decided I was going to go solo, which was actually really frightening. I played as a session bassist and I played in bands for a long time and going solo and just trying to do that as a singer songwriter was really terrifying at first but um that's mostly what i do now i have a backing band we have my acoustic punk rock with dustin on drums dustin stout on drums he definitely definitely has a lot going on he's so solid on those drums and he puts in just the right amount of like double bass and then (laughs) just to satisfy the death metal yes and it's like if we weren't practicing i would probably swoon if we weren't practicing (laughs) (laughs) and then david carlisle is uh one of my best friends in the whole world and he is normally a guitarist for Plastic Smile and for Giraffe Massacre. Mm-hmm. And he's my bassist. And uh, Giraffe Massacre is playing with local man, ruins everything. Ruins everything at high uh, low. At the high low Friday, the. Next Friday. Yeah, not this like one. The 28th, I think. I don't know what's come out, but. So it's uh, it's so going to be such 20th. a good show. Yeah, yeah Friday 20th, the 28th. 28th. Go to the high low, support the high low, support awesome musicians. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, David Carlisle, he's one that does very much support the scene. He's incredible. Yeah. So. And he's one of the most talented people I've ever met. So, yeah. so, but, so that's your backing band. Yeah. That's recently that's formed. the name of your new backing band. Yeah. It, we're Electra and the Annihilation Carousel. Okay, I like it's it. It's cutesy, but it also kind of is a little... There's a little deathy in there with the yeah. Annihilation. I and like I think that it kind of sums up my mood on our current political climate (laughs) very well. So uh, I try to not get into politics. I always say pick one thing to be aggressively offensive about. And that's normally uh, using more colorful language is how I am offensive. (laughs) Other people can talk politics and religion. I just want to use the F word a lot. <laughs> you can curse on this podcast. Yeah, I I, but have. I am still kind of in like mom mode and still in Could rock camp tame. mode. <laughs> well, fudge. Well, yeah. fuck. <laughs> God damn. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I mostly do uh, live the acoustic singer songwriter, but I started playing the organ when I was four. So I've played a keys instrument for 28 years. Uh, (laughs) uh, And I play bass uh, for fun. Now I don't really do that out, but I'm kind of thinking about forming a new so is the, girls band. Is the Annihilation Carousel putting out any music, or is it just um, kind of a plan out band? Or we have 
a live recording that I still have not completely had time to mix with my friend Gog. So there is most of my uh, birthday celebration. The camera overheated and it shut down in the middle of it. So we lost some of it. Yeah, it is a shame, but it was really epic. Yeah. uh, And it was really enjoyable. I like to do themed concerts for my birthday and that was a Carrie prom theme. Okay. And uh, so I was covered in blood with a tiara. Very nice. And a prom dress. And I never went to the prom. So that was really special. You know, the Tower Theater that we're sitting in right now is having a 90s prom party. You could probably pull off the Carrie look at that. It wouldn't be 90s, but when did Carrie come out? Was that mid 80s or something? Something like that. 70s? Late 70s, early 80s, yeah. And then they've done a couple reboots, so... so you would totally be cool at the... I know. The well, that's not, I, always, I always have fake blood somewhere in my... Well, yeah, I, have, <laughs> I honestly have two pints of fake blood. I have the regular fake blood and the zombie black mm-hmm. sitting right... I know where it is. It's right by my hot water heater at the house. I don't know why <laughs> I keep it. That's a good place to put right it. That's where it lives. Yeah, my stuff lives in my, uh, my craft and art closet. Oh, yeah, it's probably a better place for Yeah. It. But, uh, yeah, I, we, as I have plans on sitting down and finishing up that last little bit of editing with Gog in the yeah. next couple weeks. I, I am also like a housekeeper and I have like a property management business to really? run. And so a big kid job. I, I, yeah. It pays the rent. <laughs> <laughs> so I do. It's, uh, I work for my father, so it's mm-hmm. not like, you know. I, I used to have big kid jobs. I don't have a big kid job. I sell spices. It's but uh, yeah. Um, Trevor, so there's what no. Got, what else you got for the for the guest tonight? Oh sure. Well, I was just gonna uh, clarify um, that. Uh, yeah, there's there's recordings in the work uh, in the works as far as like uh, Electra and the Annihilation Carousel, which is a, a relatively recent thing. Um, but if people are just desperate to hear you. Um, you do have a, a solo, like a super lo-fi acoustic yeah. album, right? <laughs> I do. I released it on my birthday um, in 2016. 16, I, I believe. Yeah, last at year. At the Blue Note. I was a feature at the old open mic. And um, you can find it on Spotify. It's Electro with a CK. You can find it if you find my Facebook page. Um and it's on SoundCloud, and you, I also normally have digital download cards on me that I can like, I, yeah, you know, name your price. Five dollars cool. would be awesome because it's a digital download. Sure. But um, I had a series of very horrible health issues um, starting in two thousand, the summer of two thousand fifteen. It's almost my. I almost died anniversary, like coming up in the next couple of days. Okay. And I had a heat stroke and I was framing my roof. My roof is waterproof and nice. awesome now. But um, I, that spiraled into a lot of other health issues, which caused me to go on a diet, lose a crap ton of weight, and go, why am I just, what, you know, for me, I love my son more than anything. He's my number one priority, but I have a lot to offer and I don't want to just sit around and be a boring stay at home mom. So I don't sleep 
very much at all, but I get a lot of things done. And I said, I'm going to record a demo just so I have something. And then I was waiting and waiting and waiting. I got pneumonia and one of my lungs was like full of fluid. And I said, what? Universe, Murphy's Law, I have a roll of duct tape. Why do you keep doing this to me? This is my talisman against the Murphy's Law. And uh, I said, you know what? As soon as this cough is under control, I'm going to load up on some ginger fire tea and I am going to record this in one sitting. I went and locked myself in the bathroom while my husband and my kid were asleep. And so tracks one through 10 on my demo uh, under my breath because I am punny, um, <clears throat> is one one continuous take that I just cool. cut up and made into tracks. And then the last two tracks, I had to do four or five takes per just because I had been playing for 30 minutes. And, and where, can we, where can we find these again? Um, Electra, Under My Breath, you can find it on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes. Um, okay. Bandcamp. Too. Bandcamp. Yes, Good. and my Facebook, uh, and I have a website, but I can't think of the name. It's one of those free Wix. Oh, so yeah. I just I, I hate overhead. <laughs> so, yeah. so is that the best way to find you, uh, Electra? Under my breath. Yeah, uh, under oh. my breath is the name of the album. The album. Okay. Um, so if you search for that, you'll get the album Electra. It's it's a unique spelling. So yeah, it's E L E C K T R A. Yeah. So if if you just look that up and throw an OKC in there, you should be good. Yeah, okay. I th- honestly there's there's another band I found out I think out of Brazil called Electra with a CK, but I think I normally come up more often for the proximity if you're right. Facebook yeah. looking. Uh, where else is it? Where else are you readily accessible? Like, are you on social media? Where is it? What's um, supposed yeah. to find you on social media? I I mean I have uh, Instagram. That I would not even attempt to spell. Is that Electra Eclectic? It's Electra Eclectic, but okay. because the CK and Electra everywhere that there is a C and Eclectic, it's a CK. <laughs> so okay. normally if you type in Electra with a CK, you will find this thing. And you're like, hey, what is that? It's Electra Eclectic. Okay. And I post a lot of, I mean, that is, I've considered like, compartmentalizing my music from my like personal life on my Instagram account. Yeah. But I also have like a lot of just people in general that like, you know, family that lives out of town. They don't get to see my son growing up, but they also think it's really cool that I literally go from being like covered in Play-Doh and crazy hair Mm -hmm. to all of a sudden after a frantic, (laughs) I have the curl hawk and I have makeup on. Do I have both eyebrows? I don't know. We're just going to play it like I do (laughs) and go out and help put on a show. And so I'm pretty active on Instagram. Very cool. Yeah. We, uh, we ended up doing, uh, Alice, my six month old has her own Instagram page. So like, because we're always wondering what to do with her on social media. It's like she has her own. And it's like, you know, everybody has to have, like, approval. But if people want to see, like, my family wants to see her growing <laughs> up, it's Alice Pearl's World. On, uh, well, and my, my main rule is for, like, posting pictures that have, like, tag locations is, mm-hmm. like, if we're at the park, I don't post those pictures until after we're yeah, home. Yeah, later. 
So safety first and all, yeah. I suppose. And I have pepper spray. Nice. I totally yeah. will go from sweetheart Electra to like flying to ninja kick mosh, Electra. Mosh, <laughs> mosh pit nice. Electra in a second. <laughs> cool. What kind of what kind of what are you gonna play for us tonight? What yeah. songs did you bring? Um, I am going to play um, what I think is one of my best examples of my style. It's a song called Hypothesis. Um, It's just, you know, pretty basic. It's got pop hooks, but I get one little line with some death metal growls. Good. And uh, I can showboat quite a lot on that song. It's high energy. So I like to do high kicks and wearing safety shorts is very important. Safety shorts are key. (laughs) Because I like to wear dresses and skirts. So I, you know, uh, safety shorts allow me to do high kicks while I'm playing the guitar. And then um, I... I don't know. Do I have two or three songs? Um, we, usually two, but if you've got three two. you want to do, then do it. Well, it's like I, I just could not decide. So uh, I guess I think I'll do Had Not Ever, Okay. which I think personally is better with my backing band because it is – I, I think it's in 6-8. You know, mm-hmm. I always – like they were asking me how – what timing is this? Because it's weird. And I was like, um, it goes like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. and so they, they keep me more on tempo than, than the time signature, but I, I think it's six, eight and four, four, four within the verse. Cool. So, or it could be three, four and then yeah. four, four. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. It's all, it's all kind of the same. Yeah, eventually. I mean, on the piano, when I'm like composing music, I think about it mathematically in theory about like what, but not so much about time signatures. I yeah. think that time signatures are how you make that emotion happen in your yeah. song. So, cool. if you think about it too much, it it doesn't come out right. Yeah, <laughs> right. I yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Jarvis, what else you got for us before we uh, let Electra have it with the get, get fiddle right. over here? Well, I mean, there's not a whole lot more I can add. There's so so much we talked about. There's more we could talk about, but, you know, we would be here all night, honestly. Yeah. Um, uh, just on a on a blog note, um, we did do an interview with Electra a couple months back for that prom show she did. He said the nicest things anyone's ever said about me, <laughs> ever. You guys. I have to live up to that now. Oh, it's not hard to. <laughs> you, you, you make it look so easy. Um, but yeah, if you, if you head to the blog, uh, it's an artist feature, Electra, on the uh, Annihilation Carousel. Um, so there's that. Uh, the, I believe the Young Kid Beaver was even featured in the Gazette like a month or two yeah. ago. Yeah, uh-huh. Ben So Lucian. check that out. Ben Lucian, who yeah. I think is a great local entertainment writer, really been doing some great stuff here lately. Even covered Sun Raya last week and yeah. covered the act Human and some of these Sun more Rays, obscure. She's got some. She's got, has it come out yet? Her comes out Friday, which the, is the uh, 21st. release shows on Friday, Opolis and we had Rays. better get that blog yeah. that, that episode up that. like right yeah. now yeah. before the show. I, I agree because we talked about Paste Magazine during uh-huh. that, and I believe today or yesterday, it was just just happened. Uh, Paste actually posted another article that is just her, like Sunrise. Like, yeah, she's featured on Paste right now. Didn't mention so, that when we talked about. Well, week. that's because it just happened. <laughs> okay, but but. Yeah, depending on the timing of when all that stuff drops, it could get we confusing. We need to get that podcast out. We'll get it up. We'll get it up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really all I got to add. 
I will I will throw out here at the very last second. There's a band called Rock Paper Gary. Hey guys, Rock Paper Gary. I did get your album and I'm sorry I haven't talked about it yet. I've been meaning to and I will. Um, but they have an album called American Mixtape and it's getting like zero traction right now cuz nobody knows who they are, but they're they've been around for a while and they have the best band name ever. Local, Rock Paper Gary. They're from Oklahoma guys. City. Okay. Um but uh, like I don't know, like like they they don't have any shows. Like they're trying to book shows. What and kind of? What kind of? It's kind of like. Uh, I mean, I think the show they have coming up that is the singular show they're trying to have happen is with the Lunar Laugh, and it's not too far from the Lunar Laugh. It's definitely okay. kind of a um, a rock and roll from a pop angle. Um, yeah, it's kind of kind of bright. Um, yeah, kind of classic, I guess I would say. But they're they're cool, and yeah, the you know if if there's any shows at the Root or whatever at the Unkempt Beaver, um, by all means, uh, Rock Paper Gary. Rock Paper Gary, I believe they're looking for shows. So, okay, um, see what we can do. But I just wanted to throw that out there because um, yeah, they've got they've got that album out and it's super solid. Um, but yeah, that's my buzzer. Good, uh, very cool. Jarvix, right let there. us know where we can find you on the socials. Sure. Uh, I'm Jarvix, J-A-R-V-I-X. If you Google that, I'm just about as Googleable as Electra. Um, but I'm at Jarvix Schmarvix, which is S-C-H-M-A-R-V-I-X. Jarvix Schmarvix on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also .com. JarvixSchmarvix.com. Very and cool. Also check out Jarvix on the Bandcamp. Yeah, jarvix.bandcamp.com because uh, at the beginning of the episode we talked about a new rap that I dropped last nice. week. Very topical. And it's Very good. It is. It's it's my first time writing about serious things in a rap context because yeah. previously I've written about Mexican food and tennis shoes. Not serious things. Well, they're really good, concept. Yeah. <laughs> Well, very cool, everybody. Look these guys up. Electra, thank you so much for being here. Thank you Jarvis, for having thanks for stepping me. in. Yeah, of course. Go check his stuff out. And be sure to look us up. It's Grounded Sounds on Instagram and Twitter and Grounded Sounds OK, I yeah. believe, on Facebook. And coming up next, we are going to have Electra playing two or three songs by herself with an acoustic guitar. Yay. Here at the Tower Studio. Lovely Tower Studio. Yes. This one is called Hypothesis.
My mic is not staying in the spot. Things have 